0: What are you doing here?
1: It's challenge there. You know we've influenced nearly every facet of white America. From our music, to our style of dress, walk, talk, dress, mannerisms, we enrich
0: your very existence. You should say thank you, man.
1: Welcome to the Black Blue Podcast. I am your host, Tariq Alameen. And I hope that this reaches you in the best of health and spirit. Today, we are joined by a very special guest, Brother Donald Lassier. He has a long and distinguished career in the for-profit as well as the nonprofit sector and is only the second African-American to helm the historic Chicago History Museum. Thank you so much for joining us, Brother Donald. Eureka, it is absolutely my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So just kind of dabbing right in. So you are, like I said, you're the second uh, African-American to hold this position uh, in this historic museum. Um, And what does that, what does that mean to you um, uh, at this this particular point? Can you talk about uh, a bit about your journey uh, and, you know, uh, how that has led you to this particular point in time?
0: Okay, great. Well, As you may know, and we're going to let your audience know, I'm a native Chicagoan. I was born here, grew up on the south side primarily with a few stops in between. And so the opportunity and honor to steward the history of Chicago is an amazing place for me to be in. You know, the Chicago History Museum, as a child, I don't remember going there and hearing anything about it and a lot of my relatives on the south side and in some of the suburbs southern suburbs don't know much about the museum at all so the opportunity to reach black and brown communities is what really excites me the museum the board our team there they're excited about the opportunity to reach black and brown communities and tell their stories you know Black people, brown people, have contributed so much to this city that has gone unknown for so long. We feel an obligation to make sure that those stories come out. So that is what really charges me up about this opportunity. And how I got here, that's a long story. So we're gonna we're gonna, you know, sort of uh, pick around that. Yeah, but yeah. primarily, what made me join the museum world was the opportunity to run the Muhammad Ali Center in Louisville, Kentucky. That yes. was my previous position before joining the Chicago History Museum.
1: Yeah, so, so now that you put it out there, that, that definitely is something that we want to talk about it, uh, uh, as well, uh, and yeah. how that experience, how, you know, um, are there particular similarities that you can see between uh, the two because, you know, the Chicago History Museum dealing with, a, uh, you know, it is, it is, it's about a city, right? It's about a city, and, mm-hmm. and we know how, um, you know, nuanced and how, you know, how, uh, complicated the history of a city can be, right? Um, and not to say that an in individual's, right, um, life can't also have those same types of complications, but it's it's all, it's often easier for people to reconcile a change in in an individual and looking at their history than it is for looking at, you know, a city or a nation. Those are much broader, you know, concepts. Can you talk a bit about some of the similarities and some of the differences? So
0: I'm glad you asked that question because Muhammad Ali himself was a very complex person. Yeah. His journey, you know, from growing up in the segregated South, which is what Louisville was, to becoming the most recognized person in the world. There was so many things that happened in between, right? And so to to tell that story authentically was a difficult thing to do, but not very hard to do, if that makes sense. Because if you're authentic in your storytelling, and not try to hide the things that weren't so favorable, but talk about how that evolution really helped him become who he was, right? Mm -hmm. That was extremely important. So you juxtapose that as you did with telling the story of Chicago, which is very complicated, right? When you think about the evolution of Chicago, what it was what it has become. Mm -hmm. It's super complicated, especially when you infuse race and culture into that equation, right? And so that's where you have some similarities and some departures because Muhammad's evolution was one of, you know, I am not part of, becoming uh, integrated into mainstream society to we all need to become, you know, integrated. We all need to look for those things that unite us as opposed to those things that pull us apart. Well, part of our mission in telling our stories are looking for those things that unite us. Let's think about this. Chicago is a city of immigrants, right? Mm -hmm. But here's something that a lot of people don't understand. Black and brown folks immigrated to this city as well. When you look at the great migration, that was no different than becoming an immigrant in a strange land, right? We need to tell that story. We need to bring context to how Black folks got to this city and how they were treated once they got here. Because when you think about it, it's no different than other immigrants with the exception of, it's very difficult
1: for us to become assimilated and integrated. Right, right. You know, I'm glad that you, you, you contextualize it in that particular way because in addition to being immigrants, um, I would also add on that we were refugees, right? We were um, uh, uh, we were individuals seeking the peace and security, not, not just the opportunity, but the peace and security, the safety that was not afforded uh, to us uh, in the South under Jim Crow, um, violent oppression. You know, so right. that that element of that history, uh, and I bring that up specifically to ask this question, which is: We're at a time now where. For those of us who appreciate the the, the dynamism of history and and what it has to offer us, um, that there's kind of this parsing out where people look at, you know, I don't want to say revisionist history, but maybe uh, where there's an omission of history, where we don't want to talk about some of the negative things in our history, the painful, the embarrassing things, how do you, um, you know, how do you take that on, you know, uh, and being, being true to really representing that, you know, the, the complexity of, of our history?
0: Right, so as an institution, right, we wanna be the most trusted institution in the world, actually. Mm-hmm. In order to do that, you have got to tell the truth. Yeah. And the truth sometimes is ugly, and bad, and sometimes it's beautiful, okay? You strike a balance, right? When you think about, and to your point, Tariq, for example, slavery in this country is being written out of many history books, right? Right, But without that context, you lose a lot in terms of the contributions that were made by Black people in this country for over 400 years, right? But you also lose the context of the fact that to your point, we were not always treated as human beings in this country, right? That cannot be lost. And it is an obligation to make sure that it isn't lost, right? When when you talk to your kids or if you have them, our young people, it's important that they understand that their ancestors were treated one way, right? They were slaves, they were enslaved. And what that meant to this generation still exists, right? So it's important that you contextualize why we are where we are. And that's the only way you can get to a different place. The past does inform the future. Yeah. And we wanna make sure that people understand that. Yeah.
1: So you also mentioned something earlier on um, uh, about, you know, being a high school student here in Chicago, growing up, you know, here in Chicago and and the Chicago History Museum not being one of the destinations, right? And and I also share that being a, you know, native uh, Chicagoan, went to Uh Hyde Park. um, Uh And, you know, we go to the Museum of Science and Industry Mm -hmm. into the field museum, but Chicago history museum was, was not even on the radar. It wasn't until, uh, you know, I was well into my forties that, um, -hmm. (laughs) that I was, that I was really brought into, you know, contact with it. Uh, so are there any particular, uh, strategies, uh, are there, is there anything that, that, that comes to mind for you, um, ways that, an appreciation of the institution in general and an appreciation for that history you know mm-hmm. in, in particular can be cultivated in you know in our youth i would like to say in everybody but in our youth in, you know in particular yeah absolutely so again
0: it's our obligation not only to try to get people to come to the institution but for us to go to them right mm-hmm and us to be involved in the community because we are of the community, right? And so we are doing a lot in terms of outreach. We're gonna do a lot in terms of making sure that people in the communities we grew up in know that we exist and have awareness. But what's more important, and we're planning to do this, is for folks from the South Side, from the West Side, from all over to see themselves when they come into the institution, when they come into the museum, that their history is represented in the museum. And that's important, right? And so we're creating a plan to do that. You know, the exhibit that we just put up in October, Chicago Fire, which I think you had an opportunity to see, Mm -hmm. we told that story in a completely different way. And we featured Black people in that exhibit that contributed to helping folks during the fire and after the fire. So that's something that we're gonna continue to do. It's important that we not only talk about the sins of the past, but we talk about the contributions that black people and brown people have made to make this city what it is. I'm gonna tell you a story. I went to Percy L. Julian High School Mm -hmm. on 103rd Street. And you mentioned 40s. I didn't know who Percy L. Julian was and the contributions he made until I was in my 40s. Let's think about that. I went to this high school named after this Black man Mm -hmm. who was a renowned chemist who is responsible, his research is responsible for the steroid industry, cortisone, and for birth control pills. Mm. That's, That's what this man contributed to society, right? Didn't know it. And so it's our obligation to make sure things like this are brought to the forefront, so that we know what contributions our people have made to this country, to this city, and to the world.
1: Mm. So, I guess you know, when I think about museums, I think about them being uh, spaces where uh, not only historical artifacts you know are, are curated, but uh, also being uh, spaces uh, of education. You know, mm-hmm. where you can, you can have experiences that, that are not uh, temporally bound. You know, you can go back 200, you know, a thousand years, depends you know, on where you're at. Um, but there's also this connection when we talk, think about education mm-hmm. and being here in Chicago uh, uh, with the many facets of education that we have, are there particular, uh, are there partnerships that are already in existence or partnerships that are being developed? Uh, with with CPS, with you know charter schools, private schools, parochial, you know, and so on, uh, that are kind of that, that share that uh, that vision, that alignment of uh, you know that that you have an institution has. And I'm gonna answer that with yes, absolutely. Also, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. you awesome. know you attended
0: an event Muslim civic coalition, that's awesome. a partnership that we want to continue to foster to continue to embrace. There are other partnerships. We do have one with CPS that we wanna grow. Our um, History Day, uh, for example, uh, we want to make sure that everyone knows what that's all about. We are in the process of evolving ourselves, right? We wanna reach and have as many partnerships as we possibly can, because that's the way you make an institution grow. Right? Partnerships and collaboration. And that's going to be a part of our DNA. That has been a part of our DNA. We just need to make sure that we strengthen our partnerships. We make sure that people know that we want to embrace them as partners, as collaborators. And one of the things that we need to do, and that I think society needs to understand, is that the best way to create a partnership is to ask for help right?
1: Mm, yes.
0: Because if, if, if you're asking for help, that shows that you're genuinely interested in that particular partnership, but it's okay, right? But it's okay also to be willing and open to providing help, right? It's a two-way street.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a great strategy um, and it's brilliant in its simplicity. You know, it's to hey, hey, we need help with this. What, you know, what can you do? What can you bring? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Our boats rise that way. That's right. That's right. So let me ask what, um, for those who have, who've never been to the, uh, to the museum, mm-hmm. uh, what can they expect, you know, when they come in? So to learn about the history of Chicago
0: is of course a no brainer. I think the Chicago fire exhibit tells a different story than Mrs. O'Leary's cow, Right. Kicking over a lantern and burning down the city. That's not what happened, right? That <laughs> is revisionist history, right? Yeah. So we tell that from a different perspective, right? Um, we have a, 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 an exhibit coming up that tells a story of designers who happen to be Black and have an affiliation with Chicago, right? So you're gonna learn about Chicago, but what we wanna do is make sure that people know that the museum is going to be constantly changing. It's not gonna be static, right? So if you come one year, you're gonna learn one thing, but if you come the next year, you're gonna learn something else, right? So that's the journey that we're on, to make sure that we represent all of Chicago, but we change, we're dynamic, right? And so.
1: That's the exciting part about it. And that's what's going to attract people to the institution. You know, and I can attest to that. Uh, A few years ago, I was a part of the uh, advisory committee for the American Medina um, Uh exhibit. And, you know, and and they at the very outset said, "Okay, look, it's going to run through this date, (laughs) you know. Um, So I think this idea of, of, you know, of it changing, um, there does create a sense of a sense of urgency, like, you know, yes. you need to get in there because, you know, you might miss it. Um, the uh, the exhibits you spoke about, the uh, the designers, uh-huh. um, uh, is that something that is going to be a part of the uh, of Black History Month observance, or is that just...
0: No, that's coming up, I, I think the date for that will be in May, April, May timeframe. We're planning on doing some things during... Um, Black History Month, but I'm one of those people that don't believe Black History is just a month. Okay, thank you. Thank so you. <laughs> while we will be doing some unique things, we're gonna continue to tell the stories of Black people in this country throughout the year. You know, yeah. And I believe the date for the opening of the designer show is April 9th. Okay.
1: April 9th. Now, where can, uh, where can folks go to get, inf- get more information about the museum? Um, I always like to make sure we leave people uh, completely. Go to our website. Go to our website. Yeah.
0: Um, it's actually going to be updated, right? It's chicagohistory.org. Okay. So just make sure you go there. It contains a lot of information and continue to go there because that's evolving as well.
1: Well, you know, it's really been a pleasure to have you on. Um, When I think about, when I think about the possibilities of the future, uh, because I'm a history buff, uh, I always think about, I think about the past. It's all rooted in the past, you know, knowing the challenges, knowing the triumphs, uh, knowing what's possible. Um, So, you know, I, I feel really, really good about what about what chicago has to to gain from your leadership here um, with the history museum and i'm excited to see everything that you know that that's on the horizon for us thank you tariq and listen you got to have me back sometime soon <laughs> yes sir we would definitely love to have you back uh, i'm already looking forward to it all right, family, remember, you can get more information about the Chicago History Museum at chicagohistory.org. That's chicagohistory.org. Keep up with us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Black Blue Podcast. If you have comments or questions that you'd like to leave us, you can do so at the Black Podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Look for a new episode each week wherever you get your podcast. Lastly, I'm going to ask you to subscribe, rate, and review. Hopefully, this episode is going to move you to do just that. Subscribe, rate, and review. And now I'm going to leave you. As I greeted you, may the peace that only God can give be upon each and every one of you.